Welcome to another episode of Middle Ground with J.O. Lee, where we treat you like family. That's the theme song, Detroit Love, off my first album, The J.O. Lee Experience. Only music and copyright. I mean, on Facebook. Another great guest for you in this season 12. I have a fellow Wayne State University and Mike Illett School of Business alum. And also, he was my professor fall 2018 in Global Supply Chain, assistant professor of teaching, Dr. Jeff Reitmer. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you for doing it, man. It was kind of cool. Like, oh, he was my teacher, too. <laughs> you was that dude with them study guys, man. Yeah, that's right. Real MVP. <laughs> what you studied was on the test. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Yep. Ain't, ain't no, no, no surprises. None of that craziness. All right. First question. What led you to this path? I think it was the Grateful Dead. What, okay. a long, what a long, strange trip it has been. Nice. <laughs> and and it has. I look back on it and I often wonder how the heck I ended up here. But I look at all those 20 plus years of business and mm -hmm. the last probably three of it, I knew I wasn't happy. Okay. And I just went, one of my professors that I got my master's at Lawrence Tech Mm -hmm. said, you're really good at speaking. You're really good at teaching. You should do this. I started teaching adjunct for Lawrence Tech. She convinced me to get my doctorate. And it just started growing from there. And uh, I can't thank her enough. Dr. Jackie Stavros, she, she's something. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, how'd you make your way to Wayne State? One of the former professors there who was in the doctorate program at Lawrence Tech mm -hmm. got a job at Michigan State okay. in their supply chain. So he called me. I was up at Central Michigan and uh, Mike, and he said, would you think about moving, coming down to Wayne State? I'm like, well, let's see. I got a two and a half hour commute to Mount Pleasant. <laughs> I got to rent an apartment. I could have a 25 minute commute and stay home. Yeah, I'd be interested. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Makes Dr. Sense. Uh, Dr. Taylor called me and talked my ear off. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was sold at that point. And uh, Came down, met a lot of people. Dave gave a couple of presentations and was at lunch with John. And I said, so how many more people you got to interview when you're going to make a decision? He goes, I made a decision when I talked to you. Nice. <laughs> Job is yours unless HR tells me I have to interview more people. <laughs> goes, okay. Pass the background check and you're, and you're fine. Oh, yeah. They didn't want to do that background check. Yeah. And I said, well. I don't think there's anything out there, but <laughs> I had a security clearance at one point, so I think I'm good. Okay. But yeah, yeah. it on. was, and it was looking at it now, it was the best move I made. Love the people up at, at, at central in the, mm -hmm. in the college of management, but this was a, a great move not just for for travel but the program is great we're in the top 25 in the country so 
I couldn't be happier. Yeah, that, that's a big deal. I mean, you're a real business school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're like in the top 200. Man, I don't know nothing. Well, you say you top 50, top 30, yeah. top 20. I'm like, oh, okay. You can mess with Harvard all them big dogs. Like, we're a big dog too. Yeah. Well, it. we'll our, give you the game. Our supply chain program, I would put it up against anybody. You yeah. know, there's bigger schools out there. You know, you can go to Michigan State. And it is a great school. Mm-hmm. But you come to Wayne State, class sizes are smaller. You get more one-on-one with the professors. And we we will help you. We will help you get an internship. We will help you interview with uh, companies and bring them in and have them talk to you. Yeah. So we we do a really great job of setting people up for success. Then y'all bring people in that's actually in the field being successful where you can ask them questions like, okay, how you do that? How did you do that? How do you yeah. do that? And they will not get tired of you. Because I never tell they did it. Oh, a Campbell dude coming up here? I need to know how you got that money. Yeah. I got questions. I got questions. Oh, how yeah. You culture? How you do this? How you do that? How you do that? Yeah. They we have a we have our advisory board. A lot of great people on that. They help us guide the uh, program. They tell us when we need to change things. Okay. And they are really supportive of the students. And yeah. I mean, you you had me in class. You know me. I oh, will, man, you the truth. I will help you. I will do everything I can to see that you succeed. Now, I expect you to do your part in that. But... I will help you get that next step. I will, you know, I'll do anything to help you along that path. I used to tell people, if you fail this man class, you a slacker. <laughs> What'd you say that for, Jeff? Dude, a lot of teachers don't give you a study guide. And oh, the test is the study guide. They put a flim flam on you. Nah. Or something that you didn't study. He's, everything he told you is worry and everything line up. Yeah. You fail, you a slacker. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, I could do stuff like that, but it's too much work. I mean, I had to teach you do that, man. Yeah. 1500. We all got like a D or F on the second test. Like, dude, we ain't cover that chapter. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, man, you play with my life. We're going to jump you. You better cut it out. Yeah. If you yeah. talk to chapter five, that better be on the test next week. Come with this chapter seven. Now, we ain't talked about it. I always tell you, you got to open the book, though. Yeah. You, you got to look at it because I'm not going to tell you everything. I mean, even that book we had to read to go was pretty cool. Yes. And I haven't taught 3,600 in a few semesters, but the people who are teaching it now still use the goal. Yeah, that's a good book. I, I have sucked them in. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out to Professor Roger White. Say hello. He's going to be a guest coming up in the next few weeks. Appreciate you tuning in. Now, what is an assistant professor of teaching? The latest contract for the teaching union. Okay. They came up with new titles, and a lot of schools are going to this. Uh If you're a tenure-track professor, you're going to be an associate or an assistant professor. We're essentially professors. 
It's just, we don't do research. We concentrate on teaching. And so now you can be an assistant professor of teaching or an associate professor of teaching. And we're measured on service to the department, service to um, the school, the Mike Illett School of Business, and then we're measured on our teaching. All those little things that I used to tell you to fill out the set scores and so I can get the feedback. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. And so we're measured on those two things. And if you want to go out and do research, you can. And there is a pathway so that you could become a full professor. Um, at my stage in my career, I don't think I need it. So okay, I will be happy with being an associate professor of teaching in the next year or so. Now, do they still have business students do a paper? Yeah. I, I still make you write. <laughs> and I remember when we first had to do it, I forgot her name. But I asked, like, why we got to do a paper? We're in business school now. The fillers <laughs> from the companies was coming back. Your students are doing business emails and documents like they're texting. Yeah. They forgot how to do basic grammar. Like, mm -hmm. I, like you, you lying. Like, no, they, they, they wow. start naming off companies that she can remember. That's it. So we got to make sure you guys still know how to do papers. Yeah. Their business way. I mm -hmm. know LOL and all that. Because they're going to, ain't going to take you. They're not going to take you to their companies. No. If we keep having a reputation that y'all on some kindergarten stuff, we come to yeah. papers and emails. No, I, I give you, I give them discussion boards now. Okay. Put up a video, ask questions. And the, when I explain it at the beginning of the semester, you have to type this like you're writing somebody a letter. I don't want to see slang. I don't want to see acronyms. I want you to write it like you're trying to communicate an idea to somebody. And that's so crazy. Yeah. That you, you got to do. You're in business school. Yeah. You got to know how to talk business. Yeah. What you doing? You know, I, I still see it with, uh, you know, somebody writes me an email and I'm getting all kinds of LOLs and other things that I have no idea what they mean. <laughs> so I usually reply back and it's like, put this in English so that I can understand what you want. But, you know, it's the it's the generation of five second attention span. Yeah, that is a thing now. And that's crazy. It's nothing you're trying to do is going to take five seconds. No. Now, you were on Flashpoint giving your expertise on the strike with UAW. How was that yeah. experience? Um, it was. It was different because I had watched it a week or so before that, and they had just briefly mentioned the strike. And so I emailed the host, uh, mm -hmm. Evan Skillion, and I said, I know you get hundreds of these a day. However, if you want to talk the strike, the things people aren't thinking about is the supply base. And if it goes on a month, a month and a half, two months, you're going to see suppliers go bankrupt. And I said, if you want to discuss that, I'm your guy. 
attached my CV and said, you know, give me a call. Mm-hmm. And that day I got an email from the producer. Okay. I'm down Friday afternoon and tape flashpoint. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And she goes, yes, really? Give me a call. So I called her and she goes, I go, this is real, right? She yeah. goes, I want you down. Devin looked at your, your CV, your resume, and he thinks he needs you. So I said, great, I'll be there. So put my best sport coat on and tie and went down there. And I think we were the, we had like 15 minutes that, and it was, it was myself, um, guy, the head of the Detroit chamber of commerce. Okay. And a guy from not the free press, the other one. Okay. Or writer, um, columnist. Gotcha. And we went back and forth about stuff. And, uh, we were, if you've ever watched it, they have the main stage with all the stuff behind it. Yeah. Well, we're there and we're going to start taping and thunderstorms and stuff were rolling in. Ah. So it all shifts to the weather and everything. So we go wait in the waiting room there, the green room. And, uh, we're sitting there waiting, figuring out what's going to go on. And the producer comes in. It's like, okay, we're going to go to the old studio. <laughs> like, okay. So we're just basically around this little table there. Yeah, I remember that. There's nothing behind you. Mm-hmm. Just kind of a blank wall. And uh, that was cool. the, one, the one guy, Sandy, from the Detroit Chamber goes, yeah, you're getting a full effect here. <laughs> but it was fun. It was it was interesting to be on TV. I made sure they got in Michael at School of Business. There you go. Global supply chain. Um, and it was fun just talking about it. My wife said, okay, you can talk about anything, but you can't mention my company. I'm like, I wouldn't anyway, but okay. Mm-hmm. So the first time I'm on, went smooth, nothing. Um, the only mistake she said I made was when he asked me about what I thought of Sean Fain. The only thing I said was, well, I see his point. Not thinking I should have added anything to that, but she goes, it sounds like you agree with him. I'm like, I don't agree with him. I just see his point. He goes, we need to say that. I got you. Okay, got it. And then about a week or so later, they invited me back to talk about some of the demands and what we were seeing in the supply base. And then he said, what do you think about the 32-hour work week? And I chuckled. And I said, my wife and I were actually discussing that the other night. And her comment was, last time I checked, we're not in France. (laughs) and the whole studio cracked up (laughs) (laughs) so they had to stop (laughs) and then they had to reshoot it they're restarting he goes okay okay everybody knows what's coming 
<laughs> but I got home. It plays on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I didn't watch it live or anything. Gotcha. But apparently everybody my wife works with watched it. And she got so much crap. Wow. <laughs> Just teasing her about the comment. <laughs> she came home that Monday night and it's like, okay, now you can't mention me. <laughs> it, was, it was funny because she worked for a German company. So, oh man, <laughs> yeah, that's something you people are thinking about supply chain with the, that yeah. strike at the time. It was, you know, you've had a few suppliers uh, declare bankruptcy after that. The one out in uh, Auburn Hills, um, the, it was a seating supplier for somebody. Okay. They declared bankruptcy, but they had been in trouble before the strike. GM and Stellantis had bailed them out for a while. So they were having problems anyway. That just kind of put them over the edge. (laughs) Um, And then there's been a couple of smaller suppliers that have declared. But with them, the margins are so thin. You know, if you're making 1%, you're doing good. And then you have some hiccups and you can't recover from it. Mm. And most of those tier two and tier threes are small. They may be family owned and they can't survive. So that was, that was kind of the fallout of that. Yeah. It's a lot of people to make whichever part that are smaller companies that go within that chain. Yeah, get that tit on to put on that vehicle, and you start striking a lot. That ripple effect ain't no joke. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's it it is going to be interesting to see how this whole thing shakes out. Toward now, the with him trying to organize Toyota and all of them. So. Okay. Now, what's your opinion on the global supply chain for the country right now? There are still some, I don't know how to describe it. There's some hiccups out there. There's some stuff going on that a lot of people don't think about. Um, The Panama Canal, they expanded, which is great because bigger ships can go through. The problem is there's a drought. And so they have that artificial lake down there they use to raise and lower the ships going through. Now they have to limit how many ships can go through and the weight and draft of the ship because they're running out of water. Where we get artificial water from? It's an artificial lake. So they just pump water in there. Oh, but because of the drought down there, they don't have enough water. Mm. So it's, you have that. You then have all the turmoil over in the Middle East. Yeah. So now ships are being rerouted around the Red Sea. So they're not going through the Suez Canal. And they're taking the long way around South Africa, which I think is the Cape of Good Hope, something like that. Um, but 
that's then adding cost. Then you say, okay, we'll go into Long Beach and LA, which they're better prepared for it than they were the last time during the pandemic. But you have these little things that start adding up. Um, the the chip shortage for the auto industry is kind of under control now. Okay, I remember that. But then you start looking at where we get all of these, and the main supplier is Taiwan. <laughs> so you have all the turmoil in that part of the world. So you've that got companies now investing in chip manufacturing here in the states. They so, didn't go to Whitmer do something about building stuff here. Yeah, they've the government has poured a lot of money into it. It's just going to take time. Okay. To to get a plant built and up and running is around five to six years. Oh wow! Just to to get everything there, you get people trained. You're looking at a five year time timeline. I know that. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't really we since we outsource everything, we don't really have industries here that we make it all here. It it is the pandemic has changed some of that. One of the things that's happened that has driven companies to essentially map their entire supply chain. So they know who every supplier is wow. and where they're located. It is not an easy thing to do, but in order to identify all the risk you've got out there, companies are having to do it because they know where the, the tier ones are. Mm -hmm. That's easy, but they depend on the tier ones to start managing those lower levels and they lose sight of that. So now they have to go in and they have to start figuring out where all these places are. Yeah, that's a lot to keep track of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody probably was upset, like, hey, we got we got to do it now. But just yeah. hey, find them all because the world's changed. And we don't, if we ever have another problem like COVID, mm -hmm. we know where everything gets, so we ain't scrambling. Yeah. Well, it's like during COVID. <clears throat> I mean, I, I read a lot about supply chain. I study it did not know 90% of our over-the-counter drugs came from China and India. Hmm. <laughs> okay. That, that probably wasn't a good decision. <laughs> we had that terror war for a while with them. <laughs> oh, yeah. They've rolled some of that back, but they haven't rolled all of it back. And there was a article in the LA Times is probably like two or three years ago when Biden got elected and inflation was just starting to kind of creep up. Mm -hmm. And they estimated that if you rolled the tariffs back, there would be a 5% re immediate reduction in inflation, which 5% is not huge. However, it would probably spill over into other things. Now, Professor Roger White has a question. Is cyber risk involved in the risk factors? Definitely. It is. Companies are looking more and more at that and realizing the problems. 
I mean, I have gotten two or three letters over the last two weeks from companies that handle medical data for Beaumont and a couple of the other ones that they had a security breach. Ooh. And the last one I got was today was we saw this unusual activity back in July. And we're notifying you now. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. July. He, he just doing some now? So, here. I mean, I have the life lock and a bunch of other stuff to manage a lot of that. <clears throat> so I called them about a week ago and said, I got this letter. I got this letter. And uh, the person on the other end is like, okay, we know about that. We know about that. And she was running through things and she goes, we don't see anything out there, but we'll keep monitoring it. We know you've been involved in this. So they run special programs and stuff and try to make sure that your things are there. That caused me to go through and change passwords, mm -hmm. make sure I had double authentication with all of it. But you yeah. think about that's just me. What about a company? Cool. And you know, they get hit by a cyber attack. You know, the, what was it? The, the pipeline a few years ago, they had to shut down. Yep, I remember Target got hit a few Christmases ago. Yeah. So it just, it's, it's one of these things that it's a never ending battle. And that now has to be factored into your, risk assessment and you know you've got suppliers that are electronically tethered to you if they have a data breach is that going to affect you and you know where are these firewalls and how do you prevent it i mean at wayne state we have to go through security training every year you just had to go through that in december and mm. you know you get an email and it doesn't look right. You should look at these things and all of this stuff. And I remember that when I was still getting my degree. <laughs> my thing was whenever they had them talks, maybe I'm just I'm just I'm 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 a I'm a I'm a old school dinosaur. If you get an email from someone saying stuff that is just too good to be true, why are you gonna click on it? Yeah. You clicking this, you're gonna win five thousand. The only thing free is Jesus or whatever God you claim. Yeah, ain't nobody giving five thousand dollars away. That's when I look at stuff like that. It's like, why would you do that? And then I get an email. I teach a class for this university over in Poland mm -hmm. that we have Wayne State and us have a long-standing relationship. And I'll get emails from these kids every once in a while. And I have to really, really look at it. Mm -hmm. And then I have a list of the students. So I usually pop it against the list and say, okay, recognize this one. Mm -hmm. But I never open a file from them. Yeah, and, and people do it. People call you. Oh, someone stole this now. We just need your information. Like, no, I don't know you. Stranger danger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You trying to get it right now? No, mm -hmm. I love. Oh, you've been breached. Just click here to log. I ain't logging in nothing. 
I love the ones that call me and tell me that they're going to send the U.S. Marshals over because there's a warrant out for my arrest. You're going to um, be sued if you don't like, well, yeah. well we're okay. not going to know you for real. Until then, <laughs> I'm, I'm stranger danger. I don't know you. Yeah. But at least there you got the shout out to the cybersecurity people out here that's working to yeah. block the people doing that because everybody that's in the criminal world getting just as savvy as the people doing right. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, wow. Data breaches. Do you have anything you want to promote a market you got going on? Um, Wayne State, Michael at School of Business. We've got a new dean that is really getting us on the path. Um, enrollment was up last semester. Nice. So we're doing some great things. And I would really like to reach out to the high school students in Detroit. You may not think you can go to college, but you can. And there are programs and there are scholarships and there are all kinds of stuff that we can do to help you and just give us a chance. And that, that really goes for all the high school students out there. You know, we're, we're a great university, even if you don't want to come and schedule and study business, there's a great bunch of colleges down there and departments in that university on the main campus that will get you on a path, will help you succeed no matter what you want to do. And we're more than happy to talk to you down at the business school. Um, academic advising, student services, they'll talk to you, they'll show you the place. And I can't encourage people enough to try, even if they don't think they can do it. We will help you to get through. And you can testify to that. <laughs> oh, hey, that career service. Shout out to Bleed Kimberly Swisher. We did the interviews to get me prepared. It came in through the clutch when yeah. I did get the job. They are really understaffed and they do a heck of a job. Oh, there's like three of them, something like that. And I was yeah. there. There's not many more of them than that now. We're trying to find, I think the dean's trying to get money to hire another one. But but they're awesome. Because I didn't know what a big interview was. Like going there, you gotta know that star system, like a who? Yeah. Okay, the world of chain. I figure out, and we would do. We did like about five or six until I was yeah. on point. Like, we just we just had yeah. GMN last week doing mock interviews. So, nice. we we will try we will try everything we can to make you a success, and that's why I got into it. That's why I started teaching, and you know you have to put up with the BS. And there's times that you wonder why the heck you do it. Well, and I, I get an email from somebody who was a student two or three years ago telling me I was in a meeting today. We were talking about this. I remembered when you talked about it in class. I was able to add to the conversation. And I, you made me look so good at that point. And I'm like, okay. That's why I do it. You get one or two of those a year, and it makes my day every time. I mean, every day I'm at work, all of you guys at Illich that taught me, 
I didn't think I remember a lot of that stuff. <laughs> I'd be in there working, like, okay, you and Alicia wrote. Oh, wow, they just had it. Huh. Yeah. You actually, all that stuff is up there. They talk to mm-hmm. Every day I use it. Yeah. And I remember all that stuff. Real. And it will teach you the game. Yep. Oh, we will. And they put you on the team for the marketing, man. You're doing a great job marketing the Warriors <laughs> Strong up in here, baby. Hey, I tell yeah. you, you will you will see billboards now around with Wayne State and Illich. Um, I need some more gear. Media presence. Um, the Global Supply Chain Department has an Instagram page. We nice. have a Facebook account. We are on LinkedIn. We are on Twitter. Well, X. Yeah, we on X, mm-hmm. but we try to get our name out there, and we've got a new marketing person, and she is really doing a lot of neat things. Yeah, I need to interview the dean of Mike Illich. Let me get on here. Yeah, I'm sure. You know what? You get in touch with Virginia, she probably will do it. Her name Virginia. What is she on LinkedIn? Virginia Kleist. It's been the last night. K L I E S T. Okay. I, I thought I was crazy. Like that sounded like but I was right. Okay. Yeah. Reach out to her. How you met the new president of the university? Trying to get her on the show too. Briefly. <laughs> we were well, having she'd be, an event. She'd be out there in the Wayne State streets, and I've seen her. Oh page. yeah, we were out at an event. The spring bash or something it's down on the main campus okay where all the schools and the organizations get together and kids yeah. can walk through and everything and she was walking through and i was down there gary from the management department was down there okay oh and i can't christine from the the department chair for management we're all down there just going nuts as we usually do <laughs> grabbing kids talking to them handing out stuff and she walks by and she stopped and talked to us for about 10 minutes because nice. she just loved our enthusiasm and could not believe we were down there on a sunday i'm like hey this is what we do yeah we go out and we talk to the students and we want to see them and I think we had two or three that took cards and stuff and mm-hmm. registered. So you go. I mean, Illage <laughs> is a family vibe when I'd be on the third floor getting my nap in. So I've been at work five or six in the morning before class started at six that night. And people I may have before teach like, Jeff, what time class start? Mm-hmm. I got another hour. I can't set my alarm. All right, don't be late. Like, I won't. It's right down the hall. <laughs> I need to get this nap in so I can pay attention. Yep. <laughs> so I got to get this piece of paper, man. I need options. Mm-hmm. I'm mad at cleaning because they pay for college, but I need options. Yep. And, man, the stuff you learn, it really opens your mind up to see the big picture. That's that's why I have you write in a reflective learning paper at the end of the semester to reflect back on what we've talked about. Did you learn anything? Did you did we talk about something that you had never thought of before? And it changed your opinion on something because now you have the information. 
And that's the only reason, that's one of the reasons I do that is to, to have you reflect back and think about, man, we came all this way from this little discussion on mm -hmm. operations, on supply chain, to where we've gotten now. Absolutely. And I didn't understand any of that before and that everybody has a supply chain. Wow. Yeah. I remember my, one of my last capstone classes, we had to interview 20 people and they had to write a video of what they thought of you. Mm -hmm. I was blown away by what some people said that I knew. Yeah. I never thought they looked at me that way. If they're watching what mm -hmm. I was working towards, like, wow. And they asked, right, like, what did you think? Like, I, humbly. Mm -hmm. I, didn't think I, I didn't think I was making impact on people as I like that. And I read the comments when you guys fill out the uh, student evaluations and the comments I get back. And I'm like, wow. Oh, yeah. I'm that big of an influence on somebody. Oh, yeah. You well, true, man. I'm a role model. <laughs> I didn't know I was a role model. That never occurred to me. That was spoken to me after I got my degree in the mail. And I posted on LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. I never knew what a LinkedIn was. So I had to make it up for the business class I had before. Yeah. And someone reached out, shout out to Chris Mattoon, Detroit mm -hmm. author, like, you're a role model because you might inspire people to get on their path. Like, what? Yeah. I don't know about no path, man. Mm hmm. And all that got me to doing this, like you couldn't tell me I'm doing this. <laughs> but a lot of the people I'll be interviewing. I mean, it's an honor to interview a former teacher. That's like awesome. <laughs> I appreciate it. For real. I appreciate you, brother. Mm -hmm. What has been your biggest challenge on your journey? The I never thought the journey would be here. Okay. <laughs> um, my dad was in the Navy for 30 years. And from the age of like five, mm -hmm. that was going to be my career path. Okay. I was going to go in the Navy and I was going to make a career of it. 10 years old, I get diagnosed with diabetes. Dream goes away. And it took a while to find that path again. Mm. And when I got my degree from Arizona State, I went into business and I thought, this is the path. I followed that path for 20 some years. And then I realized that this isn't all that cracks up to be. And somebody told me I was good at something. And I said, okay, let's try it. And that's led me to this, this point. And I couldn't be happier. I, I feel more fulfilled now mm -hmm. than all the success I had those 20, 25 years in business just because of the people that I have encountered, yeah. Um, yeah. the yeah. lives that I have touched and influenced. And I, I always joke that I do it for free. <laughs> I mean, maybe not for free, but... I do get a lot of satisfaction out of the people I come in contact, the students, the teachers, my colleagues, um, people in professional societies that 
I meet all the time. It just has, it's hard to describe. It's just, it is, it has made me a better person just from all the people that I have influenced and that have influenced me. Yeah. It's different to find your purpose. Yeah. And, and you know, watching you guys in class, watching you walk out, go into the business world and be successful. Um, I don't know how many of the students I have who have gone on to win best and brightest 25 and under and even best and brightest 30 and under. So I see you guys come through and a lot of times I see you come back to get your master's and I see you come back to interview students from where you're working now. And I just see that it gets paid forward. And, and people don't believe that <laughs> they don't just like, oh yeah, you say pay it forward, pay it forward, but it happens. It's real. It is real. I try to do it all the time. Mm -hmm. People looked out for me. Yeah. <laughs> I never take myself serious because some guests, man, the titles people have, like they just titles. Yeah. Everybody starts somewhere. And your story exactly. might spark somebody to get on their path. Yeah. So every story is powerful. Yeah, it is. And I have had people in my life that have inspired me. Um, I mentioned Dr. Jackie Stavros over at Lawrence Tech. If I had never met her, I probably would not be here now. I would be doing something else and probably be happy, but... I don't think as happy as I am now and at least as fulfilled that I feel now. I, I feel you on that. If it wasn't, I can't remember that teacher name in high school at Cooley, but I wrote, she's an English teacher. I wrote a paper and she's like, you need to be on the school paper. And that's the only journalism I, I call upon in doing this. Yeah. From freshman year. But she was like, no, nah, I need you over here doing. And I wrote one article that everybody liked. Interview Isaiah Thomas once at the palace. Mm -hmm. The journalist stuff pretty cool. Never thought I would ever call back on that stuff <laughs> ever. Like, what do you mean? Interview people find a purpose. I'm not the purpose, Moses. What is this? Mm -hmm. I don't know how you go about doing that. Like, so get out tomorrow, figure it out. Okay, you know, God tell you to do something, better do it. Yeah. I don't want no smoke. And then I get back from people telling me, like, man, that impacted me, the episode I watched. Mm -hmm. Or the fact that the stuff you posted that's inspirational. I was in a dark place, and that gave me hope that there is still hope out here. I'm like, wow, you really are impacting people. <laughs> <laughs> you that can't was... be jamming out here, but you got to be for real, whatever you're doing, because people are watching. So what they watch? That was during the pandemic when we had to pivot to go online. I still taught the same way. I still tried to get you enthusiastic about it and stayed enthusiastic myself. 
then when I started reading the reflective learning essays at the end of the semester, there were a lot of students that were struggling. And I reached out to each one of them and said, let's talk this. You, you, you know, I know you want to give up. Don't give up. There is an end. You will get there. And two or three of them called me later and said, thank you. I was going to quit. I was going to give up. You told me not to. I didn't. And now I have my degree. So sometimes it just takes a kind word, a little encouragement. And that sets people on the right path. Because um, our capstone teachers, they would do it well in this chat before class. And I got to the point, I could touch my degree. Mm-hmm. So when they got to me, Jeff, how you feeling? Like, man, I'm going to tell you all right now, I don't care if the damn plan to blow up. We're getting our degree. Mm-hmm. You can touch it. It's right there. Yeah. Blow the planet up after we get our degree. Mm-hmm. We see where we go from that point. But we we, we too close. And like, you know what? You're right, Jeff. Like, dude, yeah. we can look at it. We at the end of the road, that boys and men. Mm-hmm. I don't care what the hell going on in the planet. We got to get that paper. Yeah. We too close. <laughs> I ain't trying to do this again. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of all these projects. I know. <laughs> And we start having more of a man. Let's get it. Let's finish this thing. Let's go hard. Let's finish strong. Yeah. A lot of people were like, "Man, people died this now." Like, I feel you. Mm-hmm. But we we too close. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and I never was, thought about it. Like, man, I get eighteen classes. Oh my god. <laughs> and that's what I told him. It's like you are close. You cannot give up now. You ain't got no class left, Jeff. You got yeah. August. What? <laughs> it's July. Oh my god. Yeah. I can uh, fingertips. Yeah, let's go. Yep. Let's go. Let's it's go. there. You can reach it. <laughs> you can see it. Yes. You gotta get it. Best feeling look on that that since they got that progress board, 100 mm-hmm. percent completed. Like you finished it. Took you a long time. You dropped out, went back, but you're done. Yeah. And sit on my mantle. Like my world title. <laughs> a lot of hard work. Yeah. Right there. So if I start on, you did that, you can do anything now. Mm-hmm. The Wayne State is an experience. Yes, it is. <laughs> Especially back in the day when you get a hold on your record, like, what's this? Let me go find out. You shouldn't have a hold. Like, can you take it off, please, so I can register? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> they got better, way better from the 90s. Way better they got better. Where it's more yeah. easier to be in and out with your enrollment. So these new people don't stand that struggle that way. <laughs> you know, they start taking away math requirements. I'm hating for like two seconds right now. So I'm like, wait, why well, I got to go through all that math and I ain't got to do it? Why well, you got to count the finance, Jeff? I don't care. Mm-hmm. I need some math classes too. It'll toughen you up. Yeah, well. <laughs> I'm like, this is some garbage. This is going to have a cakewalk to a degree. This ain't fair. Like, Jeff, stop being mad. Like, nope, two seconds. I need to be mad because I had to redo the old nap three because it was years after I took it. Yeah. Like, what the world? But it helped. Doing yes, it does. So your path is your path. Now, in your words, what has been your impact in the community? That's tough. I if It depends on how you define community. If we're talking community of Wayne State, yeah, I'd, like to, I'd like to think 
I had a positive impact on a lot of people. And I, I hope that I've made a difference in somebody's life, a positive impact and gave them a path that they can pursue and showed them that there is a lot of ways to go through this world and you can choose that path and you can choose how you want to get there. Well, I definitely you've done that. Cause I actually was locked into that book to go. Cause I want to see how it ended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. I started reading. I can't stop. Like how does crap end? I gotta know. Yeah. <laughs> I, you I told you, you'd get hooked and you couldn't put it down. Nope, I could not. And I'm like, well, if you don't have a company, you need to know the guy knows supply chain. So, ask, hey, this is in the news. What do you think about that? Like, okay, okay. So, when you get your company up and running, mm-hmm. keep in mind supply chain that 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 can't that can't falter. That's right. That's like your oil change. You can't have that problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you got a big problem. They say hey, supply chain stopping. Whoa, 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 whoa. What you mean we stop? I'm on my way. Yeah. <laughs> now it's time for that Yoda game question to ask everybody. So I hope I made people comfortable, relax, share their story, mm-hmm. and get this awesome advice for what advice do you have for someone trying to find their purpose? Don't be afraid to ask for help. If if you're lost, you don't know where you want to turn. Don't be afraid to reach out. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Because you will, there is always somebody out there that is willing to help you. Whether it's a friend, whether it's a pastor, whether it's a teacher. There's somebody there that will take an interest in you. And that will help you. And... I have found that in my life that when I didn't know where to turn, mm-hmm. there was usually somebody out there that was willing to lend an ear, listen to me. And maybe I didn't need advice. Maybe I just needed somebody to listen mm-hmm. and say, I understand. Maybe you should try this. And, you know, Sometimes it was my father. Other times it was somebody at work. Mm-hmm. And there was usually somebody that would, would say, yeah, you can do that. You shouldn't try to even think you can't. Go out and try it. Worst thing that can happen, you fail. You get back up, you learn from it, and you move forward. That's true. Great advice. So, how was this experience on the podcast? Hey, I loved it. Awesome. Loved it. First time? I, I used to have a problem talking about myself. No. As I've aged, I don't seem to have that problem anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've achieved status with my tagline where we treat you like family. Make feel I appreciate it. I appreciate you. It's been a blast to talk to a former teacher. <laughs> <laughs> See, you still doing awesome. 
Had to come back down to Hawaii and just see what the camps look like. I ain't been there yeah. in a minute. Hey, it's it is uh it is changing. Oh man. <laughs> the the growth around the Illich school, you know, the they've got open those condos that were right next to the parking garage. Oh wow. So um I actually went and looked at them. They are they are amazing. Wow. And, okay. You know. It's it's other stuff that's popping up around the neighborhood. There's other things going on. Um, it, it, I remember when we moved up here in 2000 that we would go downtown for a show. Mm-hmm. We'd go downtown for a game mm-hmm. and then we'd come home. But now it's more of an event. You come down, you have dinner. Oh, it's everything going on downtown. You, know, you see a show, you see a ball game. Mm-hmm. And it's more of now a destination, and you want to go down, and you want to see stuff, and you want to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's lit up too. Everywhere. Yeah. Now, do they got a food place inside of Illich yet? Um, yes, they do. Nice. They've got a little cafe. It's a. It's called Fourteen East. It's right on the corner down there in the in the business school, and okay. she does a great job. Um, I, I usually pack my lunch, bring it in. I forgot. I went down there. She had a, a soup special. Um, mm-hmm. she has a great vegetarian chili and I would never okay. thought I would say that it's okay. fantastic. So they do a good job and they hire, they, they have some of the students working there. So it works out. Yeah. That was the only thing that I looked at. They put a food spot in here. They're going to save money because these students got money in their pocket. They ain't got to go nowhere to eat. They stay here. They do. Because <laughs> that's why you're leaving out because the vending machine only going to do so much. Yeah. But you no, that was somebody there. I, was, I was walking in and one of the students is like, where are the vending machines? And I said, they're right there. And she's like, oh. And she walked back there and I was talking to one of the other students and she came back out and I'm like, didn't find anything. Yeah, no, there was nothing. I said, walk down there, go past the security desk, hang a right. There's a little restaurant down there. You'll find something. Saw her later in the day. She's like, you're right. I had a sandwich. It was great. (laughs) So yeah, they finally found something in there that would stick. She has been there. She lasts through the the pandemic. Okay. Awesome. Through the summer. Because we've got that building that went up between us and the arena. Only uh, yeah, like, building right there. It's only like four stories. Boston Consulting's in there. I think there's a law firm in there. But there's a couple other places in there, and she draws from them. And she stays open till about 6.30 or so usually. Okay. So if there's something going on at the arena, she'll get some people coming in. Nice. Yeah. Former guest, Shalana, thanks for tuning in. Yeah, that was the only thing that was an issue. Like, they get that in here, they don't yeah. Because you got everything else around you when it mm-hmm. gets warm. But you need some grub. Yeah. You got to go to class. I know if he's working there and you're going to school like, man, I don't Oh, dang, let me grab some before I go down the village. Like, oh, <laughs> I got food here now. Cool. Yeah. 
I can go in there, ain't, ain't got to rush now, just get down there, keep it moving, which is awesome. I, I definitely thank you for sharing your story, help others find a purpose. And it's always great to talk to a fellow Wayne State alum. Yeah. It's always a great no. Not an alum, a professor. <laughs> yes, 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 you're a professor. No, but I guess you could call me kind of an alum. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you factor as both. Mm -hmm. I want to thank Wayne State University, Mike Illa School of Business, Assistant Professor of Teaching, my former Rose Supply Chain Professor, Dr. Jeff Reitman, for sharing the story on this cold Saturday night in Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Lions play tomorrow, though, baby. That's right. You pull it off. And they still gonna be downtown. <laughs> That's right, they are. <laughs> God bless them. That's too cold. I can't do it. What's Wayne Community Engagement? What's this? You heard of this? No, I haven't. Wayne State University Community Engagement. That's new. Yeah, it's cold everywhere. Yes, it is. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy your night. Hope everybody else enjoy your night. Be safe. Feel free to sh to share the episode or rewatch it. Talk about it. Till next time, everybody. Oh, she said wrong college. <laughs> <laughs> awesome.